0: Today is day 42. Topic of the day is becoming a whole person. Becoming a whole person. Coming from Matthew 6 and 33. The focus verse is seek first the kingdom. Mm -mm -mm. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you. Or seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. It doesn't say will, but it says all these things shall be added to you. Coming out of New King James Version, New King James Version. Becoming a whole person. Day 42. Let's pray. Lord Heavenly Father, we thank you right now, Lord God, that we are becoming whole, O Heavenly Father, that it doesn't take someone else to complete us, O Heavenly Father. It doesn't take someone else to make us whole, O Heavenly Father, but we know that you in your own power, all by your lonesome, all by yourself, O Father God, have the ability to make us whole, O Heavenly Father. Make us whole so that when we come to our Our mates, O Heavenly Father When we come to our husbands we come to our wives and we come to those that we love, O Heavenly Father That we won't need for them to do anything, O Heavenly Father Because you would have already Have done the work on the inside, O Heavenly Father So let us not lean to people, O Heavenly Father But trust in you Trust in your word Trust that you love us dearly And that you would never leave or never forsake us, O Heavenly Father For your word said that you will be with us always Until the ends of the earth, O Heavenly Father So we thank you for becoming whole on today, O God In Jesus' name I pray amen amen and amen and today we're talking about becoming whole day 42 let's go focus verse from the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you I just want to say that a mate or a spouse does not make you whole God makes you whole. There is a place that God calls us to uh, when we are alone before we ever get married. Now, for some of us, it's in the middle of marriage. Some of us, it's when marriage is on the rocks. For some of us, it's when trouble enters the home. For some of us, It's when trouble enters our life. But whatever state we are in, whatever place we are in, whatever circumstances that we have to face, whatever sufferings we are going through. I just want you to know that it does not start with the person, but it starts with God. It starts with God. And there's a place that he calls us to in a place in a place. And for me, I, before I got married, I would spend hours on end with God in prayer and reading and meditating and fasting and worshiping and praising and or just communion with him. I still do those things as a married man, but my alone time has now been divided. Not because my wife doesn't allow me to or anything like that. Not because she wants my time, all of my time. And not because the kids, they got to have this and they got to have that from daddy. Not, not because of any of those things. But simply because I delegate that time to God. I delegate that time to God. And that's, that's something that we have the responsibility of doing. My responsibility level has increased. My stewardship responsibilities have increased. My love for who God has given me in marriage requires my attention more than it once did. Because I was alone, it was me, my two boys and God. Now, because I was alone, it allowed me. The time to spend with God without any hindrances, without any mm, conversations, without anybody asking a whole lot of questions, without anybody being, I I would say, in the midst of me and God's relationship. Yes, they were my children and everything, and we had that relationship together. But I had a relationship with God. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. The Bible says, to whom much is given, much is required. It's one thing to quote that scripture, but it's another thing to know that scripture and live it. You know, after I got married, I I still spent a lot of time with God. It wasn't that I got married and me and God fell out of relationship or nothing like that. I still spent time with God because I needed guidance, especially with being a husband, something that I have never been before doing something that I have never did before. And then my job took me out of the home and we lived like that for almost five years out of the six years we've been married. So throughout my marriage, it was like I never lost that alone time with God because I was at liberty to be his son while there were no distractions. Yes, I did spend hours on the phone with my wife and kids, but there was a time that the phone got hung up. And it was my alone time again. Well, when I finally got home and I began to see that I didn't have nearly as much time to get stuff done as I did when I was working away from home, even though I wasn't working nowhere near the hours that I was working when I was away from home, it just seemed like I had no time to be productive. It was like I was working 12 hours a day when I was away. And I would come home to where I, wherever I was staying and I would cook and I would shower and relax and unwind, read my Bible, write. And, and I felt like, write whatever it is that I felt like the Lord was saying to me, I would write songs. And I was very active in my music and I had time to go and sit and listen and minister to people and that I didn't even know. And let them release whatever it is that they was holding on to and and they wanted to talk about. And I still prayed. But what I notice about that is the more things you get busy doing, the less time that you take to pray. And I would say that busyness is a distraction to a prayer life if you allow it to be. Not for everyone, but if you allow the busyness to be a distraction, it will. It will become your God, even though it's ministry, even though it's ministering to others, it will become your God. And that was never supposed to be your God. God said that I shall have no other gods before me. That means whatever you place before him, whatever you doing more than you are doing unto him is a God, is a distraction. We'll call to him first, not to everybody else first. Not to everything else first. Not even to ministry first. Seek ye the kingdom of heaven. And all of its righteousness. Ministry. That's just an addition. Wife and children. Those are additions. Those are things that he gives unto us. For being faithful with a few things. Mm. Prayer is something that we have to make a priority in our life. So when I finally came home, I found out that I wasn't getting nearly as much accomplished because my time was divided so much. And I started feeling like I needed to separate from my wife so that I could have my relationship with God. And I fought within myself for a while. I fought that thought. I fought that thought. For a while, that me and my wife need to separate so I can get back my relationship with God that I once had. I want my relationship to be here, and and I feel like it's here. I feel like it's here, but I want it to be here. But I feel like it's here, so I want to. I I I got to the place where I was like, man, this 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 marriage is. I I I can't do it. It's not it's not working because it's interfering with my God time. And I fought within myself. Until I came to the realization that it had nothing to do with me being married. It had nothing to do with my wife. It had nothing to do with any of those things or, 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 or none of that. It was just about me stewarding my time with everyone. It's called balance. And if you don't learn how to balance your time, someone or something is going to go lacking. And God doesn't give you a spouse to take his place or vice versa. God doesn't take the place of your spouse. God said that it is not good for man to be alone. That's why he gave you a spouse. And why did he give you a spouse? He gave you a help me, a person to meet you exactly where you are and to help you get to the place that God is showing you or that God is calling you to be. So in essence, marriage is not all about love. You have to evaluate your mate. Is this person going to be beneficial to the call on my life? Does this person have what I need in order to fulfill what God is showing me? If you are ever looking for a spouse, man, if you are ever looking for a spouse to make you whole or to be happy, you missed the mark. Joy and peace comes from who? The Lord. The Lord. Or wholeness and happiness comes from where? The Lord. The Lord. You can never look to your spouse to be who God is to you. Why? Because God is the one that completes you, not your spouse. Your spouse will never feel the emptiness inside of you. They will never feel the aloneness because you can be in a crowded room and still feel what? Alone. Becoming a whole person is not about what you can give to yourself or what another person can give to you It's about the feeling that god does to you That makes you whole james chapter 1 verse 4 says Let patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing king james version says that you may be perfect and entire wanting nothing in this walk Patience is a virtue to gain. Patience is a friend indeed. You need her if you are ever going to complete the vision that God has given to you. Though it is for an appointed time, it is going to come. But it only comes at perseverance. It only comes with patience. It only comes with understanding. It only comes by faith. It only comes with work. It takes you doing something in order for it to come. It takes you doing something in order for it to come. And that was all I wanted to say today. And I wanted to take the, 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 the moment that was needed, not, not just for you, but for myself. Because this is something that I dealt with. Being a whole person outside of my relationship with my wife and my kids, outside of my relationship with my mom and my siblings, outside of my relationship with my friends, none of those people could ever make me whole, but it took me coming to the the, the reverence that God is head, that God is the father, and that he is the one that makes me makes me whole. And I just want to say that there are people... Uh, that have lost relationships. There are people that have lost people and there are people that have uh, 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 lost things and have been separated from love, have been separated from life almost. But I want you to know that God is the one that makes you whole. Not people, not things, not places, not money, not, uh, not, not busyness, not work, not ministry. None of those things make you whole. Those things are added to you. God is the one that makes you whole. So if we're ever going to be whole, we can't look to people, but we have to look to God. We can't look to ourselves to bring happiness in our lives, but we have to look to God because he is the one that fulfills all things. In Genesis, he said, in the beginning, at the end, in Revelation, it says, in the end, God is in all he, is, he is, He's in everything. I know it seems like, how can God be in death? How can God be in separation? How can God be in destruction? How can God be in all of these things? It does not sound right. How can God be in sickness and diseases? How can he be? How can he be? How can he be? How can he be in these things? How can he be in these things? But I want you to know that God is sovereign. I want you to know that God is love. God said He reigns on the just as well as the unjust. You will see the just getting healed, and you will also see the unjust getting healed. But God is calling for us. He's calling for us so that He can make us whole in Him. In Him. Like I said, I understand there's a lot going on. I understand that everything that was lost and everything that transpired down through the years, I understand. I was not exempt from it. I'm right here with you. I was right there in it with you. In fact, there were some things that I went through that most of you probably never had to go through. And I hope that you will never go through. But there are some things that I went through That brought me to understanding. And I say this all the time. If all you get, get an understanding. That God wants to use everything that you have been through. To catapult you into everything that he has placed before you. Walk in him. He will make your path straight. And you will be able to accomplish that which he sent you to. Because he cannot lie. And that's what I leave with you today. So, Lord, Heavenly Father, I thank you for the becoming a whole person, O Heavenly Father. I thank you for becoming, 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 O Heavenly Father, because you are the one that helps us to become, O Heavenly Father. You are the one that gives us insight and foresight to become, O Heavenly Father. You are the one that gives us love and peace and joy and all these other things to become, O Heavenly Father. You are the one that gives us self. You are the one that gives us everything that we need. To be built up. From the ground up. Your love. You're never giving up on us. Your waiting. <laughs> your consistency. Your persistence. Your constant calling. Makes us whole, oh Heavenly Father. I thank you, oh God. For this day. For this is the day that you have made. This is the day that I rejoice. And I am be glad. That you are so that I can be and that I can become whole, Lord heavenly Father, every one that is. Listening, O Heavenly Father That has not been made whole That are feeling that emptiness That are feeling doubtful That are feeling like they're out of place That are feeling whatever way that they are feeling, O Heavenly Father That that, that, that void, I ask that you would fill that void I ask that you would make them whole I ask that you would give them that which they need in this I want this time in this season to come to you, O Heavenly Father And to cast their cares on you Because you care for them, O Heavenly Father That they may be walking in the presence of you, O God That they may be basking in your being so heavenly father That they may attend to your glory Oh heavenly father That they may become whole Not by what's around them Or who's around them But because you Are with them Lord heavenly father So I thank you for this day I thank you for this moment This hour For this word For it is What we need in this time To move forward And become In Jesus name I pray Amen. You know, we have been on a road trying to stay busy, trying to keep going, trying to avoid thoughts and avoid what has happened. Till we have not allowed God to come in and do the healing that we have needed to be done for so long. Some of us are still holding on to things that happened in our childhood. Some of us are holding on to things that happened last year. Some of us are holding on to things that happened. This year, but I want you to know that God says that we have to let those things go. Forgive, and you shall be forgiven. We have to let these things go because they are not what we are defined by, but they are what refines us to become who God has called us to be. God wastes nothing, but everything He will be able to use through you to get glory back to Himself. And I want y'all to know that I love you to life. And don't let what life has done be a stopping point or be a breaking point. But let it be what was done that be the point that catapults you into your destiny. Nothing by no means shall stop you. No one can stop you. No one can pull you out of the hand of God. Only you can do that. So I pray that you keep moving forward and that you keep pressing into God and that you keep giving it your all. Even though it seems like sometimes you fail and sometimes you come up short, sometimes you you don't hit the mark. But I want you to know that perseverance and persistence, you will get there. With perseverance and persistence, you will get there. It just takes time. I love you. Other life. Have a blessed day.